Welcome to another episode of the Coworking Conversations podcast. I'm David Stroud, and recently I spoke with a pair of surfers, Rolf and Stian, in Norway, who are opening a co-working and co-living space in a fairly remote town of Lofoten. I spoke with them about their mission to find the right space, how they came up with the idea in the first place, how they've collaborated and talked with other co-working spaces in the region, and what success means to them in terms of creating a sustainable and quality co-working space in their part of the world. You can follow their progress at Arctic Coworking Lodge on Instagram. They've got some amazing photos. It's a really beautiful part of the world. And we wish them all the luck as they prepare to open in June 2018. Guys, tell me what you're up to and how this kind of crazy story about opening a, an Arctic co-working space started. Well, it kind of started uh, with me, uh, me and Rolf. We took uh, his van and uh, we made like a, like a bit of a bed uh, in the back. We went up here to Lofoten. Uh, Rolf was already finished his studies and I was finishing mine. And we were kind of like really happy about just being around outdoors, meeting new people. Like that's where our, like, what we enjoyed to do. And we were up here and the waves were awesome. And then we're like, are we supposed to do the eight to four now? Or like, how are we going to do this? <laughs> Then we decided we're going to move up here, and we're not, we're not sure how to do. Um, we have some good friends uh, who are now based in Bali. They run something called uh, Cowork Surf. We talked a little bit to them, and they were like, kind of having this idea, like, okay, maybe we should try to do like a coworking space in uh, in Lofoten in Norway. And uh, we were like, oh, yeah, that would be really cool if we could do like a cooperation. And one thing led to another, and. Yeah, we, f- we figured out, okay, let's just go for it. Try to open one. Because basically yeah. it, was just, it was just a perfect way of, uh, of meeting new people, starting this concept, uh, building our own, our own thing, and at the same time being able to be in Lufoten and, and do what we love, which was like just meeting heaps of people and, and, uh, and surfing and being outside and just, just the whole thing just like, all right, this, this just makes sense. Let's do yeah. it. How many people are there? What does the community look like? Is it really remote or is it, are there quite a few people around or? It depends on your definition of remote, but it's not like people everywhere. Still at the same time, you have a, a small local community. So I think in total in Lofoten, it lives like 50,000 people. Uh, three to four hour drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like from let's say November to around now, it's been kind of calm. It's been a bit dark and like, well, you need to enjoy the fact that it's really calm as well. But, uh, but then when we were here in like September, October, it's like pumping with people. So it's kind of seasonal as well. But I wouldn't say it's, I would say it's less remote than I first thought. Yeah. Yeah. And the original idea for a co-working kind of co-living space came from the guys you knew in Bali then, did it? Yeah. Yeah. Because we had like a conversation between us and, we just figured, okay, there's not a co-working space here. I think somebody needs to, uh, is going to start one either way. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's a really cool idea because, uh, like I said, me and Stian, we like the idea of not being time-restricted. And, mm-hmm. uh, and at the same time, that's a lot of people in the co-working or co-living space have, like, remote jobs or uh, uh, jobs that uh, freelance jobs type thing, like they can control their own time. And how did you find the space that you're setting up? 
Oh, oh, that was a mission. Oh, that was a mess. <laughs> how, lo- how long did it take? And talk me through that process then. It was really frustrating because there's so many people and so many factors involved. Like we needed a place which was not too far away, but still far enough away to be remote. It needed to be a beautiful place. It needed to be big. And it had all these kinds of like factors. And, and the main factor, of course, was the owner because we, we had, didn't have enough money to, to buy anything. Basically, I went knocking on doors. and. Yeah, and uh, and that didn't work out as well. And we were just like, at the end, we were just like, yeah, we just went on to meet all kinds of people. I was just networking a lot and just speaking everywhere and blah blah blah. And I got to I got to organize like a pretty important meeting at the at the commune. Is that the yeah, like the yeah, like the municipality? Yeah, yeah. And we had that meeting, and they were really excited about the idea. Uh, so they just, okay, we know this guy has an empty house. We know this guy has an empty house. You should talk to them, talk to them, talk to them. And, and we phoned around and we met this really cool older guy. So, uh, and he had like a pretty rundown house. It was not, it looks really good on the outside, but on the inside, there's like a lot of work to do. And the great thing about meeting this guy is, is the work that we put in to the, to the house like when if we spend eight hours there, uh, we make money to uh, that we can take off the rent later. Because in Norway, if you study, you you basically get money from the from the state. Yeah. Okay. So for us, it's a really win-win situation because we there's it's like a tourism school, so we get a lot of like um, insight uh, about tourism and and all these really important stuff that we didn't even know yeah. about. You yeah. know, like uh, and everything from entrepreneurship to economy to how to act against customers and all this is really basic but really important stuff. And at the same time, we get a bit of money from the state. And then we have like an Airbnb in this house so we don't pay too much rent on the house. And then like, so we, yeah, we, yeah, we have like all these small things yeah. that we manage and it makes it really good. And at the same time, he's paying the materials because he gets a really nice refurnished house for a pretty cheap price. And yeah, we managed to get all these small things going and yeah. make it uh, happen. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you're getting interest from the community and other people. Obviously, you've done a type form and your video for that was pretty cool. Baking in the sun on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of engagement and feedback are you getting from reaching out to people? Lofoten is maybe not so well known in outside of Norway. Uh, a little bit maybe in Germany and places where tourists have come here for ages, but not like a super well-known place. But in Norway, it's like, really well known everyone knows where it is and the young people today that's where they spend their summer under the midnight sun in Lofoten so uh, we have been reaching out to all mostly all of the co-working spaces in Norway and in the bigger cities and just explaining our idea and trying to get some partners there and there and yeah how have they responded the other co-working spaces do they see it as kind of a competitive thing or are they quite open and quite collaborative not at all. Like we're actually, because uh, I was in Oslo just after Christmas, and I went to like two of the biggest ones uh, and had like a meeting, and they were both like super positive. Uh, and I, yeah, I even had like a kind of a, not a official, but like kind of a collaboration thing with with, with one of them, because they like, they really share a lot of the same values, and um, the members of the co-working space are really like they love the outdoors. They're that kind of co-working space. The girl that I was talking to, she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! This is so cool. Let's let's do something. Let's find a concept." And like, yeah. uh, and that's so cool with the whole co-working market that all the all the people that are working with co-working, they know that 
two plus one is like five or as long as you co- cooperate, you can create something bigger. And so there's a lot of positive people around. Yeah. But we know that we have a lot, lot of work to do on marketing and to reaching out to people. Like, but uh, yeah, we just need to, to do one step at a time. <laughs> and obviously you've got a good market then in Norway. So people who know about the location that you're in and people that would obviously travel there would obviously be looking for somewhere to work. So you've got a good market there. What about the people that are outside of Norway? What kind of reaction have you had from, from people further afield? We, we were really excited that we got so much uh, response on our survey. Uh, people were really into the idea. So uh, we're really happy about that. It's kind of hard to say because, um, uh, you know, like, I feel like if you look at the whole like digital nomad uh, type of market, uh, they travel around a lot, but they usually go to the same places. And also it's like your first question was how remote is Lofoten? Mm. That's the first thing that pops up to everyone's mind. Yeah, exactly. So we're kind of in the process of unremoting it, but not in like, um, we don't want Lofoten to become Grand Canaria. We're kind of doing it uh, in a good way, like in a, in a calm way, but to make our customers understand that it's not like you need to bring five polar bears, eight tuskies, and a sled to come here. Like <laughs> the airport is like twenty minutes away. It's yeah. all good, and uh, we've got like all the equipment to, to to make everything easy. And we have like a really nice uh, cooperation with the local surf school that has like really good wetsuits and a wardrobe next to the beach, and like all the things that make living in the Arctic really really nice. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what we're working on as well because we know everybody thinks that especially people that are sounds really like hardcore, you know, the Arctic, but mm. yeah. Right now it's like four it's middle of winter and it's four degrees uh, plus outside. So <laughs> what's your ultimate aim with the space? What does success look like to you? What would you love to be doing in a year from now? Oh we we, we would love to like be hosting tons of different people. Uh, like pretty much all season that's like our main goal uh, because Right now, tourism is really focused in Norway, like in the summertime, uh, but uh, uh, especially here in northern Norway, because people really think that it's cold and dark. And so we would kind of love for it to be like, uh, we're, we're actually expecting to sell out most of the summer, uh, especially when we put some more money into marketing and stuff. There's a lot of people that really wants to go to Lofoten and we're a cheap alternative or like a budget alternative when it comes to price. Uh, but uh, the challenge is to make people want to stay here like all year. That's the challenge. Yeah. So success for us is like to have like a lively co-living space here in Lufoten all year round. But at the same time, like we really want to be like a sustainable thing. We don't, yeah. uh, we, we're not on quantity at all. We could expand if it works, but that's not like what's in our minds. It's more like creating a thing that works really good. Uh, and not necessarily for a lot of people, just like quality. Yeah. So what's your capacity then? How many people at a time do you hope to be hosting? Twelve, starting at 12. And that's a mixture of a couple of like private rooms and a couple of dorms? Yeah. And we have, because um, we, we want to like uh, have a compromise between uh, cheaper alternatives, but still having privacy for people that want to stay for longer. Mm-hmm. So we, we imagine that, to have a dorm and just normal bunk beds were you know often shaky and all this and people snoring and like not a lot of privacy it's not it's not something you would do for more than a couple of nights so we're going to build capsules 
So in each dorm, there's going to be like four capsules that there's going to be like, so you're all in the same kind of a big room, but you still have your privacy in, in the capsule and, and uh, we're going to try to make that a bit cozy. And then we have a couple of private rooms as well with like a bit of a light charger, a bit of a shelf to make it like kind of yours for a couple of weeks. And yeah. Nice. And you've got like a kitchen space and stuff as well there or? Yeah. It's actually quite like a big stairway that goes up and then at uh, each each uh, each side of the stair there's uh, like the big kitchen on the right and the big uh, lounge on the left yeah, so it's just like a, like a big space yeah so it's so everybody's kind of together all the time when they're you know in the kitchen or, or the lounge and then like we have a bit of a of a, of a room uh, it's going to be more quiet like an office space so if you need to have like some concentration you need to get some work done and then of course the bathrooms and the private rooms and yeah and like a little phone booth like. yeah phone booth as well yeah, yeah for the private course and you're hoping to open in june yeah 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 we're, we're opening in june we're opening in june yeah. <laughs> just to kind of sum it up i think because me and rolf have has a has a set of values that uh that are we just want to really enjoy our life uh, and at the same time pretty pretty serious as well and and we we think that our values are are pr- pretty good for our way of living but at the same time, we've always like getting inspiration from other people, like just traveling and all, and just meeting people in Oslo. And and me myself, I, I love going to big city just to meet some people. And I'm like, yeah, this is how we do it, and blah blah. Especially when you live in in a remote place, and it'd be really cool, like especially up here where you know how Norwegians are a bit, they're they're not too social creature creatures, <laughs> and it'd be really cool to have a a social kind of hub here in Lufthansa yeah. where people are like super social and even the locals could come and just like do some more like the local local photographer could like hang around like everybody's like just yeah like super social and learning from each other and because that's our process has been like that We're, yeah. we've just been, been been really really open and learning a lot and learning a lot to others and learning from others and all that so yeah so how do you like if, you, if someone has some advice on that like how to create that social space like yeah how do you make a co-working space as social and fun as possible yeah i think yeah we hope that that's going to work and having a bit of a dream about this local brewery that brews their own uh, coffee and yeah. to have a cooperation with them and uh, yeah. so maybe we give them fulfill that tip yeah all right uh, if anyone wants to follow our progress you can follow us on instagram yes that's Arctic Co-working Lodge on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good luck with it, guys. Yeah, thank you. Yeah.